You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, let's now talk about something interesting, shall we? By all accounts, Juju Smith-Schuster did everything we hoped he would last season. How much of a priority should signing him to an extension be for the Chiefs? If if I had to guess right now, I think... Brett Veach is actively trying to figure out working with Juju Smith Schuster's agent to, to and, and working with the rest of the league to figure out how much interest is going to be out there and what a Juju Smith Schuster extension would look like. I think we've talked about it enough, you know, on the conservative end, you're probably looking at 14 to $15 million per year on the high end. It wouldn't shock me if he were to go get 19, 20, million per I don't know because last year was so shocking it's an important thing to remember last year was really shocking it was Christian Kirk who sort of set the market and went out and got 20 million dollars a year from the Jags and everybody said what this guy who was like a number two or a number three for a bad Cardinals team for three years and I know a lot of I know I know it's easy to look at that deal and say okay well that's the new market reset Kayla here's a scary proposition what if the market gets reset again? <laughs> what if teams around the league say, hey, it's Juju and a bunch of dudes out there. It's Juju and Jacoby Myers and Alan Lazard. Those are the available wide receivers. So if that's the best we got, then I'm willing to overpay to make sure we get one of our guys. That's a scary thought. I think the flip side of that is that if I'm Brett Veach, I'm also saying, if Juju's going to cost me $20 million a year, would I not be better off in trading a couple of draft picks and going out and getting a legit stud, a legit number one wide receiver? And yeah, I may have to overpay for one or two years, but would you not rather overpay for like a proven commodity, a legit number one, i.e. Mike Evans or DeAndre Hopkins? as opposed to overpaying, maybe paying a little bit less, but still overpaying for Juju, right? Because overpaying, that idea is all relative to how good the player is. You can pay $20 million and overpay for a number two, or you can pay $25 million and overpay for someone who's slightly better. So that's a difficult sort of equation that Brett Veach has to figure out over the next couple of months. Because I do think you factor in the trust factor, which Juju clearly has. I would just like to remind Juju that I don't want to quote anybody here that, but Mahomes essentially resurrected his career. Yes. Which is yeah. in yeah, a way. I mean, Obviously we know he was a good wide receiver before he came to the chiefs, but we put him on a pedestal, I feel like. Well, I mean, that's the reason he came to Kansas City. Like, the way... that We can characterize Juju's season in Kansas City however we want. But the truth is, he came to Kansas City to do exactly what he did. Yeah. Play with Patrick Mahomes, have a productive season, and to win a Super Bowl. Check, check, check. So everything he wanted to do, he did. Now the question becomes, what else do you want to do? 
was that just something you wanted to do to, you know, raise your stock so you could go out and get a massive contract? Or was that something you wanted to do because like, that's just the type of football player you want to be. Some guys care about legacy. Some guys care about money. Mm -hmm. um, we definitely know who cares about money. Well, historically speaking, more guys <laughs> care about the money than they do the legacy. I hate that. Where does Juju fall? We don't know the answer to that. Because I'm making millions. What's the difference of a few million? Like a few million. If I'm him, that's the difference. <laughs> it's, it's a few million, you know. <laughs> but it's already millions. Like, does it really matter that much? Um, <laughs> I, I say this as someone who has no millions. So but that's the thing, though. It it totally depends on who you're asking. Some people may think. Some people, I think, view it the way you do, which is, "Hey, I'm going to be filthy rich no matter what." I'm going to have generational wealth no matter what. So let me maximize my time in the league from a football standpoint. Like, let me maximize my legacy. I want to be remembered forever. Other guys are saying, no, I'm going to maximize my bank account. I'm going to get every last dollar I possibly can. So it's, and it's, and it's tough to tell someone else how to view money. It's tough to tell someone else how to view their own careers and I and honestly, we have no idea what Juju wants. To be fair to him, he could have he could have joined the Chiefs two years ago for more money, mm -hmm. but he stayed in Pittsburgh. He probably could have taken more money last year to go somewhere other than Kansas City, but he came to Kansas City on an incentive laden deal. So there's two years of data to suggest he could have made more money elsewhere. Chose legacy. Now we really find out if that's what drives him because this is not going to be another one-year prove-it deal for Juju. This is going to be the biggest contract of his career no matter where he goes. But beyond that, we're going to find out, like, how big do you want it to be? How much does that last zero matter to you? Because it could be the difference between getting... We, we, we can talk about annual money, but what's going to ultimately decide this contract and what ultimately decides most contracts is how much money is guaranteed, right? You can do funny money all the time and say, oh, you can say you signed a, a three-year, $90 million deal. Well, you're never seeing the third year because it's all structured to where the guaranteed money is the first two years and a team can cut you and save money by the third year. That's all those players care about is how much money am I guaranteed to get no matter what? And I think that's ultimately going to be what decides, you know, where Juju ends up staying. I know it's a thing players say, but we heard him say all season, I love Kansas City. I want to be here next year. I just hope that now that he has a Super Bowl ring, he still feels that same way. Because honestly, this is going to be the team for the next few years. So even if you go to another team, good luck. Like, and you already have the chemistry with Pat in this offense. I just think it's a waste at this point to go to another team for a few more million. Well, um, yeah. so I am, I'm hoping he stays and I feel like hopefully we can get to a good compromise. Who makes, who sets the number? Is it the agent? How does you that mean work? Like, you mean like the number that he ultimately signs for? Yeah. I mean, that's a negotiation between Brett Veach and the agent. I mean, that's yeah. kind of how it works. It's those, you know, the agent's probably given a really high number. <laughs> Brett Veach is probably given a much lower number and they try to meet somewhere in the middle. Here's one thing that's, that's interesting though. Juju is so freaking young. He actually joked about this before the season started, how 
he came in at age, I think he was, what's he? He turned 26, 97 oh days ago. Oh my gosh. Well, he was I feel 20. like he's been in the league forever. He was. He came in the league at like 20. So wow. Juju has played six seasons and he just turned 26 during the season. He joked before the year that he came in at age 25, yet he was one of the more experienced guys in the receiver room. And he kind of laughed about it. He's like, it's so weird. I've always been this young guy. And now all of a sudden I'm the veteran. Tyreek Hill just signed that massive contract extension with the Dolphins when he was 28. And now he's going to be the highest paid receiver in the NFL. Most guys at that position sign, like the, all the highest paid players, they're like 28, 29, 30. That's when guys tend to go through their primes at receiver. So if Juju plays this right, he could sign this contract, hit free agency again at age 29, and sign an even bigger deal if he is that dude. And I say that with quotation marks. If he is a legit receiver over the next three years and is still super valuable at age 29 when most guys are maximized, Devontae Adams, same situation. If he hits the open market, he could get another big payday. You play it wrong, though. Like, you go and toil away for some middling team over the next three years, and you don't put up numbers because your quarterback sucks and your offensive coordinator sucks and you don't have stability on offense. Maybe you're not getting another big payday. Maybe this truly is the last contract. So if you're talking about maximizing your window of opportunity in the NFL, signing with the Chiefs and Patrick, who, Patrick Mahomes, who likes you, Andy Reid, who likes you, you have a role. You know the offense is going to be good. You know you're going to get balls thrown your way. The floor is so high for him. Maybe the ceiling's not as high because he's never going to like be on top of Travis Kelsey on the pecking order. But the floor is so high because of how good the Chiefs are going to be. If you want to make sure that this isn't the last big contract that you sign, Kansas City might be at the top of your options. And if you want more rings and to cement your legacy, please stay with the Chiefs. That too. That too. We'll find out how much that matters as well.